Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. You know what time it is. It's allergy season. Those who suffer year after year know the first signs of needing to start popping those daily allergy meds. It usually starts with the first nice day, or perhaps it's a windstorm after a rainy day. Either way, it seems to be getting worse and more intense, even for me. You can even hear that I'm congested right now. But why? And is there anything we can do to quell our suffering? From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. To get some answers to some burning questions I have about seasonal allergies, I talked to an expert. I'm Joshua S. Jacobs. I'm an allergist, immunologist, and I work in Walnut Creek. I'm also the medical director of Allergy NASBA Clinical Research. I started off by asking him something I think most of us are asking ourselves and our doctors, especially me, in the past couple of months. Is it allergies or is it a cold? Yes, that that's you know a question that comes up frequently, and so there there it can be very difficult between to distinguish between an upper respiratory infection uh, and allergies in the short run, and and the difference is that an upper respiratory infection or a cold uh, is you know can start out like itchy and sneezy and congestion and runny nose and can seem very much like allergies, uh, but that usually only lasts a few days. And then you get into the more chronic kind of just stuffy, you know, thick mucus. Uh, and then you get better over the next three days. So usually the, you're going to last seven to 10 days with the upper respiratory infection. Allergies are much more persistent and they're persistent in that itchy, sneezy, drippy nose. And then you also get the nasal congestion too uh, as they, they prolong. But but they, uh, uh, you start to see that differentiation over time. It's usually within the first three days you can say, okay, this is something, this is more allergy than it is, uh, you know, an, an upper respiratory infection. Of course, these days, right, um, we're dealing with COVID too. So, um, you know, I do encourage patients if they, if they, if there's a question uh, and or concern do the COVID test. It's easy. You can do it at home. You can figure it out because COVID can seem very much uh, uh, like allergies right up front too. A lot of people mm-hmm. now, especially with these new Omicron variants, very much nasal symptoms right off the bat. So 
maybe a little hard to distinguish it immediately. Most patients, though, who have allergies, they know. They know they're bad during the spring and it hits you during the, you know, that first <laughs> warm day and it hits you, you know, you're outside yeah. walking and those eyes are itching and you're sneezing. It's allergy. It seems like we keep hearing this year after year. I remember I first moved back to the Bay Area a few years ago from Chicago and my allergies were so bad. And I remember that year seeing a headline that said, this is going to be the worst year for allergies. But we keep seeing that year after year, you know, in articles. So what what's happening? So absolutely. Okay. So there's two things going on here. Uh, and, and the first is allergy seasons are starting earlier. They're lasting longer. And so people are suffering for longer periods of time. And that is, you know, and there's been some very good scientific articles really demonstrating that most of that is actually due to global warming. And so we're seeing this change in pollen counts uh, and prolonged seasons. And we're seeing some shifts in, in the pollens that we're seeing too. So there really is, you know, we're living in a changing environment. Uh, and so that adds, and the bottom line for allergy sufferers, it's, it's adding some suffering because uh, you're getting exposed, you know, for longer periods of time. Uh, and, you know, there are some specific pollens and it really do, does depend on the season. Okay. So grass, is very much dependent on the amount of rainfall that you receive that current year, okay? Whereas trees follow a year later. And so this year, we obviously had a lot of rainfall. Uh, and and so next year, we'll have a bad tree season. I would say this year was probably an average tree season, but we are going to have a very severe grass season. So when I tell you this is the worst ever, I, 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 I'm not really saying it's the worst ever, but it's going to be the worst that, that we've had for many years. You can just look out your window <laughs> and see it. <laughs> or see it on the, on the windshield of your car, right? All of the, exactly. the I recently saw, so the Al Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America put out a list of allergy capitals, right? Or the 20 worst cities in America for people who live with allergies. I see that there weren't any California cities even in the top 20, and it didn't even get listed. There was no California city until number 49, which was in Southern California, which is hard to believe, right? I think people suffering with allergies here in the Bay Area are like, <laughs> right. I do not feel that way. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. But what lends to that qualification usually when that's you're looking a good at that's a good places. question. And and Mallory, honestly, I did I saw that same article. Um and I did I did I, I did the exact same thing that you did. I ran down the list. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I think they looked at in general pollen counts, uh, you know, for each particular city and you know, if they've increased or decreased and, and each each geographic location has has some unique you know, issues. Um, so yeah, I was surprised not to see, especially Northern California, where we really do have um, very significant tree and grass seasons here. Uh, but the bottom line is it doesn't really matter, right? No one's, please, uh, if anyone's listening to this, don't move based <laughs> on that type of recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> because it really depends on what you're sensitized to. And as you mentioned earlier, um, 
you probably felt pretty good in Chicago. If you grew up in the Bay Area, you moved to Chicago, that your your pattern of sensitivity is pretty set um, from childhood. And so you probably did pretty well in Chicago. Then you came back to the Bay Area, you noticed, oh, boom, hey, yeah. I'm back home. And that's what your immune system said. You know, I recognize all these allergens and you're going to be symptomatic. So, uh, it, you know, it's not uncommon when we test a patient, we can actually look at the pattern of positivity. I can almost always tell them where they grew up. Yeah, that's wow. Um, so I guess like for here in the Bay Area, you said that this is a, a grass, this is going to be a grass year. Next year is going to be a tree year. This might be a silly question because maybe I don't know, but pollen comes from both of those things like they they emit those and they're worse with Absol wind absolutely so most plants are wind pollinated okay uh and so people see things that you know flowering plants that are blooming for the most part flowering plants are are pollinated by insects and they have larger heavy pollens and so the insects pick those pollens up and move it from one plant to the other. But the majority of plants here that are dull, uh, you know, they don't have flowers like the grass and, and most of the trees, they're wind pollinated. And so the wind picks up that pollen and blows it around for miles, for miles. In fact, uh, there's a notorious pollen in, in Texas called mountain cedar, which is a juniper plant. Uh, and they measure mountain cedar pollen in Minnesota. Wow. And that's how far it blows on the wind. So, and it comes all the way from Texas. That's wild. And so, yeah, so people, you know, I, I frequently have people say, you know, oh, I'm allergic to this particular tree. Oh, and it's in my yard. I'm going to get rid of it. I say, no, please don't do that. It doesn't matter. The tree is so, it gives so many positives for the environment, right? If it's a healthy tree and, and, and not, you know, a safety issue for any other reason, then keep your tree because it won't really make a difference for your allergies. Those pollens are going to travel miles and miles on the wind we're not really wearing masks like we were during the pandemic. And so have you seen that sort of trend as far as like worsening of allergies or people maybe noticing them uh, more now than they did like last year, right? Abs absolutely. And as a hundred percent, many of my patients actually now are putting their mask back on uh, because in the previous years, they've noted how how much better their allergies have been wearing a mask outside. Uh, and and honestly, yes, so, so they're putting their mask back on, at least for the allergy season. Um, now, at least for, for the East Bay, what I can tell you here is that, you know, almost 100% of the time, the worst day of the grass season is going to be right around Mother's Day. And so... Perfect. Yes, for all those moms out there that for all are suffering of us who want to take our moms allergies, outside for Mother's right. Day, <laughs> please be careful outside yeah. on Mother's Day because as the temperatures, as, once we start hitting that eighty degree mark, uh, that grass really starts pollinating, and that's what we're seeing right now. Uh, and that also for people that have some asthma and you know, so wheezing and coughing, the grass like can <laughs> can really drive that. So be careful. Be okay. careful outside. I know of some people who didn't start experiencing seasonal allergies until their late 20s. Is that typical? It's not 
typical, but, and, and I'm, there's, there's always a but to things, right? So many patients start to suffer from allergies at an earlier age, um, especially males. Males tend to be sensitized at an earlier age. Uh, and then they, they're more, they tend to grow out. They're more of a tendency to grow out of, of allergies. And sometimes it comes back when they're older. Uh, women, on the other hand, um, tend to be, start to become symptomatic a little bit later. Uh, and so people can start to pick up uh, allergies later in life. They tend to be women. Uh, and then there's other things that can happen. Sometimes pregnancy can change the way our immune systems respond to things. And so I have many patients who say, I didn't, I didn't have any allergies until I had my babies. <laughs> now my I'm mom suffering. tells that's my mom tells that story all the time. How she had me at 25, and now she can't have shellfish. And I coincidentally, maybe not coincidentally, but I couldn't eat shellfish after the age of like 24 or 25. And I have no kids, so yes. it's just interesting how right. that works. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> um, and lastly, what tips do you have for people just suffering <laughs> this year? Yes, this year especially. I you know. Um, really, you know, be careful about if you look outside and it's a beautiful day like today, uh, and you know, the, our grass season is going to last at least until mid June, uh, you know, make sure and use your medications before you go out. Uh, so you take those antihistamines, those eye drops. Um, if you're an asthmatic and you suffer from asthma and you're grass sensitive, please use your, your maintenance medications. And then if you're going to go, especially exercise outside, use your albuterol before you exercise. Um, you know, and if you're so inclined, wear a mask outside, you're really going to be better off. Wear good sunglasses because pollen, the eye symptoms are from pollen going directly into the eyes. Ah, okay. And so that, that, you know, when you're driving in your car, use your air conditioning, use your research, uh, all those things just to minimize exposure. And then, you know, if you're outside during the day, um, pollen sticks to your hair. Uh, and so what you want to do before you go to bed is take a shower and wash your hair because otherwise you're going to move that pollen onto your bedding and then you're going to roll around in it. And it's going to just prolong the suffering. Uh, and so those are a, a few simple, you know, tips. There are a lot of over-the-counter medications now for treating allergies, and you can try those. There are some prescription ones that are available, and you can call your doctor's office. Uh, but if you're really suffering and miserable and you don't want to, you know, continue that year after year, uh, I would encourage you to get in touch with your allergist because <laughs> we have some <laughs> other solutions. Thanks to Dr. Joshua Jacobs for taking the time to talk to me about allergies. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 